your industry in tangible effects. Thanks for breaking that news. <laughs> Appreciate that. We got a million articles about That's that. honestly why I sent it. Because I was like, <laughs> what? Is there anything that's going to be novel about this? What, what, are, what could this article possibly be? I guess we'll see. <laughs> Tuesday podcast episode 416. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is the Calico Cut Pants.com of podcasting, Tyler Driveland. You gotta give. There are a lot of people who give. Uh, hey, welcome everybody to another Monday. Monday, Tuesday, we are going to be talking about. Uh, but I'm okay with that. You know, some other blueberry uh, ales I've had, like, I can't remember that one I did 
Blue waffle. It's just yes. Uh, all the blue waffles I've eaten have just had like an overpowering taste. Um, and so I think maybe by keeping the very confined to the aroma, you know, it, it does give it um, kind of that flavor without just completely wrecking the palate. So this is pretty good so far, is what I'm trying to say. Neat. Sam, what do you have? Uh, I have. Homeberry White Stout by Station 26 Brewing Company. Uh, mixed berries, vanilla, and lactose in collaboration with Berkeley Donuts. 6.5% ABV. And I should say up top that um, I have a cold. So uh, is, is White Stout the style? Or is the... No, yeah, White Stout is the style, which is generally just, it's a stout that looks more like a pale ale. Although this one... That looks kind of like a... Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot lighter than a stout, but it's it's darker than white stouts that I've had in the past. I, it's really just a novelty because it, it doesn't taste any different. It's just yeah. like, what if we didn't make them so dark? Because the ingredients that you use to make them dark are generally different than the ingredients that you use to make them rich and hearty. So all you do is not add the malts that make them dark. So they were wise to put to list mixed berries on here, because I I definitively taste berry flavor, but I couldn't tell you, you know, rasp or black or blue, but it's 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 berryish. Um, there's some nice sweetness to it. I'm like, actually kind of bummed I picked this one for this week. Like I should have just picked something that was gonna be stupid, because I can't taste it as well right. as I like, and I think that it might be really good. See if I can uh, blow out your speakers with a sneeze at some point in this episode so I can quickly have a taste while uh, while I temporarily have my sense of smell back. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm so sorry, everybody. I should have seen that coming. That's all. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, Sam, about that. But you're talking about mixed berries and a whole bunch of different berries coming together. That kind of reminds me of our first article from postedcourier.com. Charleston chef Dwayne Pierce hosts a beer summit to bring together men of all backgrounds. So, uh, let me crank this up by saying it's week, week, uh, oh, no, week, week, that's not even right. Week cycle reviews. Um, so, a lot of these are just kind of tangentially related to beer. Such as this one. Uh, but this guy, who's by the way out of Chicago, thinks it's pretty rough out there. We gotta encourage people to get together and understanding each other. So he cooked a bunch of food and he's a chef and he got a bunch of beer and like invited uh, men of different backgrounds to come and hang out and get to know each other. And apparently it's a lot of fun. So I have a couple questions. Yeah. Uh, first, are they afraid at all that they're trying to fix racism by encouraging sexism? <laughs> because they didn't allow any women around? Yeah. And my next question is, how do I do this? I would like to make 25 friends. Especially if they aren't all white people, which is what Wisconsin mostly is. That's really interesting that you said that, because I... Opposite sides of the spectrum here. Boris, where do you 
post us on Because he, he wouldn't want the blacks to come to your house? Jesus. Oh. Look, Boris said it, not me. No, I don't think that's true. I don't think people would show up as the problem. So you wouldn't, you would post one, but would you go to one? If you were like, oh, local chef Brian Johnson is having a beer summit. Are they It feels like this is supposed to be like a, a harmonious, like let's all come together and yeah. like we will. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't know what these like rules and like what like means. Like the fifteen white people who show up that racism is real and like <laughs> thing in our lives. Like what is the stated objective? Because uh, show up just be the local chef was like, hey, I've got some good beer and some good food, and all you have to do is like talk to some. For a while, like that's fine. I'll show up for that, but like, let's not get our hopes up that like anybody is leaving with any different um, state of mind than we do. Yeah, I don't know. So he, uh, what does he say? He says here he wanted to provide a space for men of different races to sit down and talk to each other. That that I guess is the stated aim. How do you ensure that you're going to get a variety? Do you, like, I just am worried that some somewhere there's a Google Doc where it's a list of names and races, and there's they're like doing Excel formatting to make sure that the numbers right. stay balanced. Well, like, so we're low on Asians. Send out more invitations to and that you know, and that there are no women. Make sure you don't. Leave. Right. Yeah. You know, there could be a sale. So That's I right. could I could show up and they'd be like, no, 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 we got too many white people. And then I could go find a Latino friend and bring, right. not her, of right. course, bring him. It would need to be right. him. And oh, yes. we're, t- we're together. We're a unit. Oh, okay. Right. That's fine. I think that would work. Exactly. You're getting the idea now. Now all I need is a non-white friend. And this for this like, to happen. This article is hilarious because it's like talking around what they actually spoke about and what was said. And we all just needed to like uh, make our point, you know. And someone's like, "This was good because we talked about uh, crime." And it's like I would be interested to hear what certain people said about crime. <laughs> That's not in the article. It's just sort of very like fluffy. This is like I think what this is Joe Biden's entire life, right? <laughs> came together just like spoke to each other and said come on man and the other guy was like what well that's true boris it doesn't give us a lot of details but it does give us a lot of details so it's it's useful like the fact that this chef is also the ceo of juicy steaks usa wow i cannot believe that was not taken already (laughs) yeah (laughs) I don't know, civility and community, but I, I like those ideas. But like every time I try to use them, I find myself like getting frustrated with everybody and never wanting to participate again. You're very combative, though. I do wonder. 
I, I, so I, I, I'm never sure whether, uh, the white people that I hate are just like unaware and need to be awoken to the realities of the world or are like actively bad. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's possible that some of these unaware people could be there and like just talk to someone for five minutes and learn something. But I, I also I think that it's more likely that the type of person, the type of white person specifically that would be uh, drawn to this is like, cool, I can uh, yell all lives matter at some people. I look forward to this. Right. In, in which case, nothing is going to get done. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just saying, like, you know, behaving in a way that is like political. You know what I mean? Like, you could be just like a, I don't even know, like a meet your neighbors type thing. I I would not go because I I don't think I would enjoy myself. I don't think I would enjoy meeting a bunch of new people. So you've you've capped off enough that you want to know, and you've already hit that limit. I guess. What is your so, current like, count of friends in the state that you reside? The bouncer and Tyler just looked at me and said, a lot of good friends. <laughs> like, we're getting this weird thing where we're like, I'd say so. I should hope One. so. One? Okay. And you still don't want to, alright. I guess now I understand why you're trying to move. Um, yeah. Do you Sam, do you like your neighbors? Like, if your neighbor was just sitting outside your door for like an hour, would you grab a beer and join them? So my neighbors, for the most part, are older, like retired folks. Okay. Um, so my one neighbor, I'm pleasant with because uh, she has a dog, and we run into each other walking the dogs, and we exchange pleasantries, and sometimes her mail gets delivered to my house, and I give it to her. Uh, yep. and that's about it. Uh, like there, there are some pleasant nods exchanged with certain neighbors, but I know one neighbor's name in my entire neighborhood. And I've lived in this house for five years. What about you, Boris? Uh, I like my neighbors a lot. I think, um, I think part of it's like we're kids. So basically everyone lives on the street, which is by other. So the kids are always like playing outside. So anytime I go outside, like at least one adult is out there already. And so we talk. Um, and I've like hung out with my neighbors socially. Like sometimes um, beers on the porch and I'll drink and I will go over and join them. And like, like I know all the kids' names now and like we talk about them. So I think that's really fun. But yeah, I don't know. So I was just curious, like what makes a lot of your neighbors like like Jack Ryan or that's just me. Like, I- <laughs> definitely you because the, the if then statement you gave was the, there are the kids outside so the adult is out there too so now i've talked to them well i i have seen kids outside with adults and that does not mean i have talked to those adults yeah yeah <laughs> nice. mm-hmm. i don't know i th- i do think it sounds like a lot of people have a nice neighbor like a lot of 
ass. They give you what? Uh, marijuana. Oh, okay. Oh, good. No, that's what I hope. So, speaking of which, I'll get to the hard transition. Oh, yeah. Um, this is what episode four is going to be. I got my songwriting partner together and we're going to do a special edition. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can count Zach in, um, but we need a third Morris. How about, how about you? Um, I'm worried that the premise is going to be we all smoke a bunch of weed. I mean, and, not necessarily a bunch, but yes. Okay. The thing is, when I when I smoke weed, I'm pretty useless at just about everything. <laughs> okay. Uh, I feel fine. like I can smoke weed and have, like, have a fun conversation. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> yeah, case, in, case in point. Uh, yeah, why not? I'll give it a shot. Awesome. Great. Now, so Boris, you're saying you're gonna you're gonna sound a little silly because of, because of uh, that particular toxin, but I think that uh, Zach and Tyler smoke often enough that uh, they're probably high most of the time that I talk to them, and right. I don't know. And I mean that's fine, but that's that's why I'm curious what the premise of this episode is. Right. I well, I think what if you just smoke and and. You turn into a silly man. That's great. I think that Tyler and Zach should smoke a lot. Okay. Just otherwise, otherwise it's just a normal episode where Boris is high. You know, it's not really a four twenty blowout spectacular. Yeah, no, that's fine. I can do it. Yeah, I mean, I so I think the premise is it's going to be like we're smoking weed, but instead of weird, I think it should just be like we focus about like we smoke weed and talk about weed in the news. I feel like there's actually like there's like weed news where it's more heavy hitting because it's usually about like crime and racism. <laughs> right, right. And not just like, oh, this guy found some beer at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> hey, there's beer crime and beer racism. Don't be mad at beer. Yeah, we've done a lot of beer racism, actually. Wait, we've right. done a lot of beer racism news. We haven't done a lot of beer <laughs> racism. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm also just slightly worried that it's. You think I'm going to be more fun? I, you might be. You might be. Yeah, Tyler. That's a good point. That's all right. Kind of the I thing mean, with all of these specials is that they're train wrecks. So I just yeah. want this to be a novel train wreck. Hey, that was a pretty good one. I, I listened to that one. Okay. Good. I guess that we got to talk about something else. Uh, Sam, what have you been doing with your, your single living the illusion? Have you been up to anything? Um, well, it's been a weird weekend because Three Stacks took our child and fled to Naperville. As I knew she would. Hopefully just for the weekend. She says just for the weekend, but who's really to say? <laughs> That's across state lines. <laughs> That's true. That's it true. Federal. Yes. Yeah. I guess I guess if she keeps her, that's a felony. So I'll have to keep that in mind. Um, so I've had the house to myself, yeah. and it has occurred to me that I do not know what to do in that circumstance. Oh God! I feel like, that's what I said. So a couple weeks back, we had an episode of the Bachelor where you guys were talking about like what you do when you're single, and I'm like, and you guys were like, why? And I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. I need outside stimuli, and now you know exactly. Well, my thought was, 
I like have my weekend chores that I'm supposed to do every weekend and I yeah. never get them done over the weekend and they bleed into the early week. And I was like, I'll finally get all my weekend chores done during the weekend this weekend. And they were done by like 1 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> man, that baby takes up a lot of my time. Uh, so then I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with the rest of this shit? Uh, and so I like exercised and stuff and i was like oh this sucks uh <laughs> so then uh i started watching this show uh called manifest and i'm like 11 episodes in and i have not decided whether or not i enjoy it it gets canceled so don't watch it oh really yeah it's canceled netflix or whatever it is can't push it now i guess on the like show but... yeah spoilers for eight minutes into the first episode uh, actually, I read an article about how, uh, it's, like, one of the most watched shows on Netflix, but also they don't release those numbers, so I don't know why anyone, how anyone would know that. Like, I think yeah. maybe it's just based on, like, third-party polling or something. And wouldn't they not cancel? Yeah, so they're saying that, that since if Netflix cancels it, they can shop it to other networks, and uh-huh. they, and people theorize that, you know, Hulu or somebody will pick it up. So Netflix, they're they're saying Netflix will change their mind and decide to uncancel it just to make sure that Hulu can't get it. Mm-hmm. Well, but also it, if it's canceled, that's fine. I don't like it that much. <laughs> yeah, this has not been a hard decision. <laughs> no, I I didn't intend it to be. So you begin the story when you watch the show that you recommended. Sick Bachelor Weekend. I know, no, it's depressing. Like that's that's why I wanted to bring it up. Like, uh, yeah, I, I'm like trying to lose weight, so I didn't even like, I like, I think that there, two years ago, if this is what happened, I would have like, drank beer and eaten pizza all weekend. Yeah. But I'm like trying to not do as much of that sort of thing, so I can stop being fat. Um, yeah. So instead, I just like, was bored, which is really bad for me because that's when I want to. Eat Chex no, Mix and drink beer. You gotta get outside. Uh, Are there any parks near you? Yeah. Go, go for a hike. Oh, not that kind of park. No. Uh, I mean, they're with it. Like, I don't know. Like, if you want to play Monopoly Money, it's a good place to hike out. Yeah, that's what I do. Almost every show. And, uh, I mean, so, because on the one hand, Two, uh, it's going to help you exercise, like it sounds like you want to. And number three, it's going to kill some of your time. How would you define a hike? I mean, I don't know. It's like a walk, but more strenuous. Yeah. Like, does, does, does there need to be, like, changes in grade for it to be... No, I don't think so, no. I feel like it needs to be off of, like, a cement path. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, No, that's that's a great point, Boris. It's just I think a hike is really just a walk on natural material. Yeah, uh, get into get into nature. Exactly. I just I uh I accumulate about eighty minutes of dog walking a day, and so I consider that my hiking. But you're not okay. I mean, so you're getting the exercise part of it, but it really like science says that if you 
Well, maybe we should have had this conversation not on Sunday evening. It's Tuesday. Right, it's Tuesday. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think Oh, three sex just texted me that uh, she's on her way home. So hopefully that means my child has not been kidnapped. <coughs> well, she didn't say the child was kidnapped. That's true. Show. Yeah, could be. She could be with the in-laws. It's like a couple hours. That's not her name. Oh, we don't need man. her on the show anyway. That's fine. Speaking of things that are annoying, hmm. Amber Alerts. Uh, I would buzz up my phone at like 2 in the morning. I thought you were talking like, about I'm not going to see him today. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I mean, at least, at least that's specific. Like, I feel like all the time that I see him, it's like a red Toyota Corolla. And I'm like, there's one of those in my garage. I'm pretty sure you're not talking about that one. Those <laughs> motherfuckers are all over the place. Yeah, I... Actually, yeah, so I got the Alexis 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 how useful are these? Like, show me the data that, like, literally any one of these has ever resulted in a child being found. Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they exist to placate the parents rather than actually find the child. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of helping people find them, go to nypost.com. Hard hitting journalism. Desperate NY. It's help wanted here. Post job listing on Gab. Bolton Island Brewing Company. Like a lot of people are uh, facing staff shortages and having a hard time hiring. And so they created Help Wanted Beer. Uh, it's a New England IPA. It's got a job listing on there. Um, it says uh, they. What does it say on there? I don't know if it says right on there, but they say we offer competitive. So this is for the brewery itself. Okay, so I misunderstood this. I thought this was like uh, they contracted out with local businesses to say oh. to say tell us who's hiring and what your requirements are, and we'll for a small fee print it on a can. Now that I like it's like the. I understand that it is rough out there. 
it is weird. It makes me think that someone in charge of setting these salaries was one of those people arguing, like, we can't raise the minimum wage because then, you know, do you know how little EMTs make? No one will want to be an EMT. And, like, yeah, you're highlighting the problem. We should be paying right. EMTs more because yeah, uh, right. that job's fucking nuts. Um, yeah. It makes me feel like someone wanted to make sure that their point was proven. So they're like, we can't, we can't raise these wages. We have to make people defect to Starbucks so that we can be mad about it. Yeah. Also, this article lists like what are you going to do when you fill those positions? Are you going to stop making this better? Are you going to rename it, or are you just perpetually promising to hire people? Like, wait. So this, is it? That's not. They did not. Is the beer called Help Wanted? Yes. Yes, it's the Help Wanted. So the the job description being printed on it is less my concern because you could change that up until you filled all your shit. And I, like, if it were, if this if this were not called Help Wanted, if it were called something else, you could still print this and have it be your your recruiting style. Yeah, I mean, it's like the careers page on the website. You just, like, slap something on your camera. It's like, yeah. check it out. But this does make me really hope that when once they fill these positions, they keep making help wanted and make it for other local businesses. I would really love to see that. I think that's a great idea. And uh, I would very much support that. It really makes me think even more broadly of... Uh, because I'm, I'm commercially minded because I'm a bad person. Uh, of Do you think there will be a time that breweries are selling ad space on their cans? Like, they'll just be, you'll you'll be drinking a, a, a scotch ale, and on the back it's like an ad for the latest PS5 release? Yes. I mean, you know, I was shocked a couple years ago that they were making ads at a gas station parking lot. Oh, yeah. And then, and then the other day I noticed They have advertisements. So it's just like, they're coming at you thick and fast, you know? I mean, in this market, any, any, anytime your eyeball is looking at something that is not an advertisement, that's an opportunity for it to actually be an advertisement. That's honestly why I think a beer can would be a decent spot, just as uh, a bad introvert. Because I've been taught by society that being introverted is bad. Um Sometimes when I don't have anything to do, I'll just look at the can or bottle that I'm drinking out of. And then maybe I will buy the new God of War game. Good idea. Why aren't, why aren't bottles more like cereal boxes with cool stuff on them? There's, there's actually a great uh, onion thing that's like uh, new new beer label for introverts with extra label to peel off. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you could put a little a little a spot the difference or uh, right. or some trivia questions or something. Something. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I have a little highlight that I want to call you here, which I'm going to read you a sentence here. The beer was first released Friday Seven applications and one prospective hire. Uh, so it sounds to me like we've got some choosing beggars on our hands. <laughs> They're taking one out of the seven applicants. 
it's so funny to me that that's your takeaway because my thought was there's only seven applicants. Like, I mean, how small is this brewery? Yeah, so the, the, the date is July 18th. So this is essentially been on the brewery for five or six weeks. And they got seven applicants. How sure are they that any of them have come from this thing as opposed to just like people who are desperate for work? just going to every building they can find and asking for applications like I did when I was 14. Well, whatever their strategy is, it's not working out because they only have one of them was selling beer. And one of them was only maybe good enough. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a crazy world. I don't, know. I don't know what else to say. So maybe putting other local businesses on here isn't a good idea because <laughs> this appears not to work. So uh, I'm curious. You said things came to a head. Was it just uh, I'm I'm annoyed with the one millionth thing? Fuck this! Or uh, did something happen? And if so, can you disclose it? And is it juicy? Uh, unfortunately, it's not very juicy. It's just uh, more like the first thing, the last straw is the camel's back, as they say. Um, overall, I feel like the company just has no idea what it's doing. Um, and they had these like grand plans for the brewery and how they were supposed to make it better for farmers. But there's not money in making things better for farmers. There's money in making things better for people who exploit farmers. And so the business is like slowly pivoting that way. <laughs> That's not a great pivot over the course of like three years. And it's never, they've never gotten on just been like, yeah, fuck farmers. But buyers now. But they've just added like a lot of features where they're like, oh, this is like now helping like the buyers figure out how to buy more beer and more farmers. And like, well, if the free market's working correctly, the farmers will be able to get more money out of this. You really never want to hear if the free market's working correctly. <laughs> so when they trotted out like trickle down economics, I was like, you know what? I think I think that this company is not actually solving climate change. Trying to make money, which is, in their defense, what they are designed to do, and yeah. what they they have never really pretended that much otherwise. But like at a certain point, it's just like acting like we're here to solve climate change. Yeah. Like, we're here to make. 
make money and if we can do a few things that help along the way that's what we'll do so are you only applying to stuff in the boston area or are you only applying to stuff uh that allows remote work or have you not gotten that far yet that is a good question and something that i need to figure out i i like going to the office i think as we discussed with the kind of uh miserable you're a fool so my plan before was to have an office and they were like you don't have to go if you don't want to and i was going to go in like a couple days a week and like see people get my socialization in, and not have to commute every day and it's like miserable um that would be the ideal state i don't think any tech company is going to require people to come in like i just don't think that you can like you're wrong i work for it We're starting Sam, back. We're starting back uh, part time in office next week. Required. Right. Have you heard of my friend? <laughs> yeah. The and thing about the free market, though, is it relies on, uh, like, being a marketable asset, and I'm not one. And I, I like. I wish you wouldn't talk about yourself that way, buddy. Yeah. I I know you think that it's imposter syndrome. It's not. It's that I'm an imposter. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'm gonna, it's I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep being incompetent and raking in the dough as long as no one notices. Oh man. Okay. Uh, but anyways, uh, I actually have. I interviewed a few people in the office. A couple ones that were from like large companies, like um, that are actually trying to require an apprentice. They just had a bunch of people that said they wanted to do it. Like, I bought a house in another state. Um, so yeah, I think there are a few companies that are requiring it and I don't think it's going well for them, but I don't know. Your, your company specifically has such a like stranglehold on the job market in that city. Although I don't know, I've never heard of like other tech companies relaxing, but they must exist. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, but also I think most of them allow remote work. So I don't think that everyone... (laughs) Right, is right. working for this company. He actually lives here. Well, that's yeah. I was going to ask too. Like, who in like Texas and probably just never go to an office? Yeah, I would. I would work remotely for a company in Madison. I would re- work remotely anywhere to not, ah. to not have to go to the office. I just don't like being in the office. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, in conclusion. I think you could find something that would let you work from home, but that is neither here nor there. But we're not, we're not talking about me. We're talking about you. So I, I don't right. know what Ruth's situation is. Like if you were job hunting and there was a great opportunity for you in Cincinnati, would you pick up stakes? Because I know you love your house, so it seems like you would want to stay there, but I don't know exactly the degree to which you are bolted down. I mean, Ruth would not outside of maybe a one-hour radius of where I live in Madison. Okay. So, um, not Cincinnati, then, if my geography is correct. <laughs> no, I, Cincinnati is not small. It's the radius of one city. The East Coast is small. Everything's close to everything. It's weird. Yeah, no, I don't think I would ever 
yeah, I don't think I would take a job that was like you have to move to the city of Huntington. But you do, so, yeah, you do want problem. the opportunity to go into an office, ideally. So I imagine you'll be looking at Boston area companies. Yes, that is that is the idea or the plan. Um, I also want to go to a much smaller company. I feel like this company got really big, and then you have to go to like committee meetings for like, what are we going to name this variable? And so it's I would the like same shit that happened to you at DraftKings, right? It was, it was small-ish when you got there, and it got too big and lame. Yeah, more or less. Um, and then the same thing happened here. It was like 10 developers when I started, and now it's like 80 or so. And it's, it's kind of a mess. But I really don't know. And that's something I want to figure out over the next few months, is like do a bunch of research, figure out what I want to do, what I want to work on. And yeah. So you started saying two hundred forty-seven, and I was like, two hundred forty-seven thousand dollars a year is really good. But then two hundred forty-seven dollars an hour—that's weird to think about. That's like, it's like wild. So hold yeah. on, now hold. Is that a six-figure salary? Let's see. Well, it depends on how many hours you work, but I presume so. I, Can I be a pilot? Can you do that remotely? You think that makes sense? Why aren't they doing that? They probably want someone there just in case shit hits the fan. So $247 an hour is approximately half a million dollars a year. Okay. Depending on how many hours you work. I assume it's standard full-time. You do like 40. Um, yeah, well, I, I do think that once you, like, take off, except for take off and landing, which are the hard ones, more or less fly those things, and there. But that's kind of what you're planning on doing, right? It's wilder. That's one of the jobs they're having trouble filling, right? Yeah. That's so odd to me. I, th- that must just be a more stressful job than I realized, but honestly, it seems pretty easy, and apparently it pays very well. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it does probably keep you away from home all the time. And, like, you have to have a good home and a Like, phone line people can't be on. You also have to have, like, 10,000 hours of training or something. Like, you can't, you and I can't just be like, oh, let's try being a pilot real quick. Because people would die. Nah. Or worse, Amazon boxes would get lost in the ocean and you'd crash the plane. Hey, you know talk is actually a great segue to our next article oh wait SJ oh i thought you were gonna say it's a great way to transfer back i thought you were gonna say talking about planes is a great way to transfer back to talking about manifest the tv show no which i have a lot of thoughts about <laughs> the acting some of it is really good and some of it is really bad it's like they had two different casting directors and one was just hiring the first people they found and one was hiring people that were actually talented <laughs> it's so strange it's very jarring when a good actor and a bad actor are in a scene together. I don't know what to do with it. Well, all I've been watching lately is Game of Thrones. So I'm pretty familiar with that concept. 
he was a part of the 101st Airborne. Uh, this guy named of the town, but one of his buddies got hit with a bunch of shrapnel, and he was like, hey man, can I get your ID? Yeah, you can get me at least. So, he like ran around town and found some beer and carried it back to him in his helmet, and then everybody wanted to beer. So he just like, brought like a shitload of dudes beer during the Battle of the Bulge. In his helmet. So in the, his helmet. So, the, was this, there were bottles and cans back then. Was it, I guess, maybe just the conditions uh, of the situation there was only draft beer. It says it. Yeah, it says he found a tap that was still working. Okay. And so um, apparently, uh, this was this kind of became like a local legend in Westerville, and a brewer created this beer called Airborne, featuring a soldier carrying beer in his helmet. And everybody thought that this was kind of a you know invented and not a real thing until this guy Vincent went back to Bastogne to commemorate like the 65th anniversary of the battle. And uh, realized that people were making beer based on stuff that he had done. And then he sued them for like a, <laughs> a like a likeness rights thing. Yeah, exactly. Because he is an American after all. Right. Dude, that would be so fucking weird. I'm just I know. like, where would what is the like? I'm trying to think of where what situation. I would be the most legendary in such that there could be a beer named after me, like, like I just going back to Meadville, Pennsylvania, and Voodoo has a uh, has a beer called Nude Confused Cyclist Ale, and it's just <laughs> me with my dick on a bike seat, and it's and it, hey hey that's me from that time that I got lost and I was nude on a bike. I just I don't like I don't know how anyone would find out about that. I I feel like I kept it under wraps pretty well. But, like, I definitely wouldn't sue them for likeness rights, but I think I would be like, hey, that's me. Give me some of those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. This fucking rule is, uh, this is a great story of, like, uh, you have to, like, go get some. Uh, I think they were pretty quick to believe just any old guy who showed up and was like, yeah, that's me. I'm the one who but it's more fun if I just trust him that nothing happens. So I can point you to do that. There's probably some stuff in some files or some shit. Battle uh, reports yeah. or whatever. What Boris says is true. It's better for everybody who has taken the trip to Bastogne to do this thing. And anyone who uh, deserves to steal some of this beer valor. So I will, I will give it to them. No questions asked. Uh, if you uh, were a legend like v- Vincent Speranza, what would it be for? What like what city would have a beer commemorating you, and what would they be commemorating? And uh, listen, the bar to clear here is getting confused while you're nude on a bicycle. So like we're not talking we're not talking about World War II heroism anymore. Uh, I think uh, Redwood Curtain in Arcata, California, would have a. Um, I, I, yeah, I can. The, the label designed itself. It's um, a, a classic uh, Oscar the Grouch style trash can, and you you can only see your legs because you're <laughs> at first in it, and there's just like a, a sandwich in your back pocket. Yeah, exactly. So, it's pretty good. 
Um, I think I've told you the story before. I was contributing to the college newspaper police blotter one week. Um, we were drinking in our fraternity, and we had there was like a snow emergency. Like we got like a couple feet of snow, and so everyone was just like hunkered down for the night, and we were just like playing beer pong in the basement, having a good time. And I popped open this little door in the basement to like dump out some old blotter cup or something. And a police officer who was doing rounds, like, responding to a fire alarm at the neighbor's house, like, just grabbed the door and just went right through it. And at that time, it was snowing a great deal. Okay, snowed a great deal. Uh, so we could get as many cans as we wanted to open that door, for some reason. Was this guy allowed to just open your door? <laughs> Probably not, but in my inebriated state, I was not like, come back with a warrant. <laughs> yeah. And so the police is like, I need to take that keg. And I looked him in the eyes and I went, what keg? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, the one right there. I was hoping he'd like, just be cool and like, whiffle it. And he did not. And so then the police blotter the next uh, like morning or Monday or whatever said, like, when asked, a student replied, what keg to the visible keg or something like that. <laughs> um, so I think that would be, that would be my mirror. Be like, the one Bad bluff brown. Yeah, the what keg stout or something like that. Well, no, it would have to be what keg New England IPA because it happened in Boston. That's right. That's true. Boston ale. Um, yeah, and I think it would be the can that I actually the can that I actually purposely staged. <laughs> I think. Um, and it would just say what keg on it. Um, that would be my beer. Uh, well, I guess that's about it, huh? I've run out of steam. We want to rate these beers? Sure thing. All right. Boris, you start. I had Mighty Sport Brewing, which is a club brewery in Pennsylvania. Um, I liked this beer a lot up front, and I think it's mostly maintained that bad attitude. Um, it's pretty good. It uh, hasn't really opened up or changed much. I think the they listed four different fruits that this was supposed to taste like on the can, and it is not that fruity, which is like sweet, like a New England IPA ought to be. Um, although I guess it's just double IPA, it's not that you can really tell which one's which. It's, it's not listed as a New England IPA, but it is like pretty sweet, like a sweet New England IPA. They just didn't say it for some reason. Um, it was 8%, and it was really good. Um, I liked it. I'm going to give it a 7 I'm going to give it a 7.5 because this is a beer and it's good and it doesn't taste that boozy and it, I think this is a very well-balanced beer. Like It's not too hoppy, it's not too sweet, it's not too anything. Um, but it has a little, it has a little life to it for sure. So, 7.5 and are we still recommending it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if you don't Sweeter beers, this might be for you, because um, it's really, again, it's not like an aggressive, really bitter, in your face hops. It's kind of just a well-balanced uh, double IPA. I don't know what makes it a double as opposed to a double IPA, or uh, it's probably just marketing. Um, it's typically a, like a higher ABV beer. Is this, is, this is higher ABV. 
But Anyways, also, like, if you're looking to broaden your horizons a bit, and you want to say you tackled a double IPA, Some of the double IPA things and, like, Imperial Stout things remind me of uh, that one episode of The Simpsons with the chili cook-off when Flanders <laughs> is talking about his five-alarm chili, uh, and it is not nearly as spicy as he contends. Sometimes right. it's, it's like, okay, you're trying to show me how big your nuts are, but your nuts aren't really that big. Mm-hmm. You ever just see one of these little fuckers bust out of the wall naked? I, I don't know what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> Tyler, I know you were asking for help there, and I decided not to give it to you. I know. Um, just let me recommend, I think you should, let me recommend that to everybody, actually. Um, and also to you, I mean, I had their blueberry ale the other day, golden ale, blueberry, 4.5% ABV, and I liked it. Uh, it was kind of a little sweet by the time I got done with it, but still pretty good. So I'm going to give it a 7. I recommend this to people on a picnic. I don't know, it seems like a good picnic beer. Word up. I had Station 26 Homeberry White Stout. Uh, I couldn't taste it as much as I want, but what I could taste I enjoyed. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that it had all the stuff they said and whatnot. Uh, so I'll give it a 7.3. With, uh, you know, an asterisk that maybe that's not entirely earned. But I did enjoy it uh, as much as I could taste it. Um, And I would recommend this to Detective Crashmore as portrayed by Santa. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, unseasonable beer uh, week, month, whatever, has come to a close. Uh, and I have a weird sour ale that I think is supposed to taste like a mint julep, which is weird because mint juleps are not sour traditionally, so I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Boris, thank you for being on this week's episode. You are welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, Sam, we'll see you with your weird sour next week. And, uh, listener, if you want to, uh, What do they want us to tell them? Probably what we're having next week on the show, various pieces of news, oh, I've fun really tales about our so lives. Much. If you want to tell me how to do a better Bye. Bye. Here comes the tears. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes the shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy, forget about your problem. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need, and take your matters.